This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 756 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in. Today's tip is about Whole Foods. No, not the supermarket chain. The stuff you and I and our horses eat, or at least should eat, every day. Founder and chief formulator at Biostar EQ Tigger gets behind the microphone with all of the basics that we should know about this most basic food source. I'd like to welcome you to the Horse Tip Daily Show, Tigger. And let's start at the very beginning, to borrow a line from Julie Andrews. Explain to us what whole foods really means. Whole foods are minimally or not processed food. So if you were to walk into a grocery store and you walk over to the vegetable and fruit aisles, those would be your your whole foods. If you walk to the middle of the store where all the convenience products are, those would be your processed foods. Processed, highly processed. So highly processed foods are quite different from whole foods. The processing destroys the nutrients, the enzymes, a lot of the cofactors that exist in in whole food. And um, most horses' diets currently, if they're not just living out on pasture with forage, um, consists of quite a lot of processed food. So a whole food is, so that deals with processing. So if I took an apple and put it in a blender and then ate it from the point of view of the labeling rules that we use, would that be considered a, a processed food? It's minimally processed. Oh, okay. So there's levels. Yes. I mean, okay. if you, I mean, there's some processing that, that occurs when you harvest an apple. You know, it has to be cleaned. Yes. So technically that's a process. Mm-hmm. So yeah. unless you were just walking out to your orchard and picking an apple and eating it, that would be the least processed of anything. Okay. So really whole foods are minimally processed. They generally are not exposed to high heat, um, which destroys all the nutrients. And they're in their complete form. They, they haven't been um, canned. They haven't been frozen. They haven't been, um, you know, processed with other things into something else. Okay. They have arrived on your table whole. In Biostar's case, they come to our, um, our facility in their whole form. And then we put them, mix them together and make the formulas. And we don't apply heat. Ah. One of the critical parts of what we do, we are a raw food company, which means that we only dehydrate, we don't cook anything. Nothing is cooked. Well, I, that makes good sense seeing as how the horse is not, does not have a frying pan. So that makes good sense that you're not yeah. feeding your horse cooked food. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet you need to take the moisture out because moisture is, is where, where molds live. And that's why we can get molds and hay because it was bale with too much moisture. So dehydration, which is the oldest food preserving mechanism on the planet, literally means that the, the 
the foods are, the moisture comes out at very low temperatures and we dehydrate 115 degrees. I mean, it's not even warm, yeah. but there are gr- these really cool fan systems in these dehydrators that keep moving and spinning the air. And when, when a product goes in, when it's fresh, obviously it has a lot of moisture. So that moisture is being swirled around by these fans and, and yet it's cooling the bars. So it's never heated. The moisture's evaporating and the bars stay very cool. I mean, you can put your hand in a dehydrator in the middle of dehydration and you don't feel any heat. You'll have dry skin, but you won't. You won't feel any heat. <laughs> yeah, well, if you leave it there too long, yes. But if so, you want to, you know, yeah. check your food. Yeah. So, give me an example of a food that we might feed our horses that we would feed processed, and then you could also feed it as a whole food, which would it's, is going to up the nutrition ante. Are there foods out there that you that you're going to see? Um, in both forms? Less and less these days. Lots of feed companies are using byproducts of food. Ooh, I never like that. So, to see, I never like to see the word byproduct on any food label. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you see something like wheat middlings and dried distillers grains, you think, reading that, oh, my horse is getting some wheat and my horse is getting something from the brewery industry. Well, unfortunately, wheat middlings are what the wheat industry calls wheat offal. It's the dregs. It's the stuff that after they've separated the good stuff, which is the germ and the endosperm and the bran, it's the floor droppings. And that's what are called wheat middlings. Mm-hmm. Now, dried distiller's grains uh, is a byproduct of the ethanol industry. So it's made from genetically modified corn. The mash itself from which they extract the ethanol, unfortunately, there's a a cool little microorganism called lactobacillus that really likes the sugar in corn. And they have to inject the mash with antibiotics in order to kill the microorganism and yield more ethanol. What's left over is the mash with no ethanol that they sell to feed companies. That's called dried distiller's grains or dried distiller's grains with soluble. Hmm. The FDA tested in 2010 uh, 46 samples and found half had um, antibiotic residue. So this is, this is a concern, and it's not a real food. They're not feeding our horses whole wheat. They're not feeding our horses... Um, whole corn for the most part. It's mm-hmm. all these byproducts after the the, the seeds have been processed right. for so, other things like yeah. bread. To do other stuff. So let me see if I'm getting this right because it, it gets a little confusing. So when I see a, for as an example, and there's, there's lots of them if we were to go through a typical bag of food yeah. or box of cereal, um, wheat middlings, we register in our subconscious wheat it's not that wheat middlings in and of themselves are bad for the horse. It's just that it's the part of the wheat that really doesn't have much nutrition left. Is that how it kind it of works? Has, it has some fiber. Okay. But all the, but all the rest of that good thing. stuff that's in wheat is gone. Correct. <laughs> Aha. Now, there are other issues with wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, so. No, it, 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 it's, it's, a tricky, it's a tricky food. and. Right. um it's really not designed for horses. Right. So if if wheat were a good 
for a horse. I'm just kind of using this as an example because you're right. Wheat limit middling shows up in lots of places. Um, the whole ver the whole food version, the whole grain, and it could be a whole oat. Um, the part, the the middling part, which is included in that whole grain or whole food, um, is a small percentage of it. I guess it's like if you were to make yourself a chef's salad and put two leaves of lettuce in it and six hard-boiled eggs, it's not going to have the same nutrition profile as a chef's salad with uh, half lettuce, half an egg, and six carrots. Because you've got a very different ingredient profile for something that's still called chef salad. Yes. Um, the thing about grains and seeds is that they they have a matrix of nutrients. They have fiber, they have protein, they have carbohydrates, some of them have fat, and then they have their own minerals and, and vitamins and other cofactors. And critically, the enzymes, because you cannot digest anything without enzymes, neither can the horse. When you just take a byproduct like a wheat middling and you're just going after the fiber, okay, that is important in a horse's diet. It's critical. But in order for the horse to utilize the fiber, it still needs the cofactors. So if you're going to feed fiber, you need to feed fiber in its whole form. For instance, we feed hay. That is a, a huge fiber source for a horse. Mm-hmm. You can feed hay that is dehydrated. Those are the cubes. You can feed hot, feed hay that are pellets. That's just ground up hay that's pelletized. But you're getting, you know, basically the whole plant mm-hmm. except the root. With oats, when you feed whole oats with the hull on them, the hull is what protects the germ and the bran. That's the way nature made it. The hull is not digested by the horse, and it doesn't need to be. It's full of a lot of lignin. So it just sort of passes through the horse's hindgut and out in the manure. And a lot of people look down and they go, oh, my God, my horse isn't digesting oats. Well, no, he's not digesting that outer um, fiber part, the hull, because he's not meant to. Ah. Well, heck, heck, we could go on and on about this. So... um there are many, many levels at which whole foods can be beneficial to our horses, which is why BioStar Performance Whole Foods exists. Um, and thank you very much, Tigger, for giving me the What Are Whole Foods 101? Because it's uh, a much broader term than I thought it would be. And there is so much more to the difference between a whole food and an ingredient than I thought it would be. Where can our listeners learn more about BioStar and more about whole foods and feeding them to our horses? Um, Just go to BioStarEQ.com and our website is pretty complete with articles and what a whole food diet is. And um, we also have um, easily accessible help if you call or send us an email. That's just awesome. Thank you very much, Tigger, and uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. And thank you once again to Biostar Chief Formulator Tigger for providing her expertise for today's tip. At Biostar, they believe that educating and empowering more horse people about whole food nutrition, we will better be able to take care of our horses and our planet. 
BioStar EQ also proudly supports truth in labeling efforts, providing comprehensive labels on all their products, and supporting information on their website at BioStarEQ.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Just search for BioStar EQ. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.